Brighter Media Group original. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome in to the Verse Podcast. My name is John, and I'm on a daily pursuit to become more perceptive to what the Bible says, simply put. And today, I'm going to be reading Isaiah chapter 5, verses 20 and 21. Let's dive in. So I like to shoot it to you straight. Uh, I don't like to begin uh, these podcasts by like telling a funny story or giving my personal opinion or really doing anything to cloud how you receive the verses that we read from the Bible, which are the word of God. What is important before we read is that we understand the context of what we're reading historically and biblically. And then afterwards, we can uh, reflect on what was revealed. So let's dive into that historical and biblical context for uh, Isaiah. Isaiah was a prophet who served from 739 BC to 681 BC. He was under multiple rulers. In 722 BC, the northern kingdom of Israel fell to Assyrian domination, and although God would in his own supernatural way, protect the nation of Judah, another superpower was coming, and that was Babylon. And Isaiah wouldn't live to see the Babylonians attack Judah, but he did warn them that they were coming. And it wasn't just this geopolitical war they were facing. Um, Isaiah prophesied to a nation that had really turned a deaf ear to God. Instead of serving him with humility and offering love to their neighbors, the nation of Judah offered meaningless sacrifices in God's temple at Jerusalem and committed injustices throughout their nation. Um, the people of Judah essentially turned their backs on God. They alienated themselves from him, which created the need for Isaiah's pronouncements of judgment, declarations made uh, in the hope that God's people, God's chosen people, would return to him. There's a real strong presence of judgment that runs through the early part of the book of Isaiah, really the first 39 chapters, but the overall theme in total is salvation. And the reason that those two can coexist, it doesn't seem like that's possible, judgment and salvation, is the presence of judgment actually indicates that it's a necessity for salvation, right? Before we have salvation, we have to have a need for salvation. Uh, so the bulk of these early chapters in Isaiah detail the judgments against the people who have turned their backs on God and showing us that those who do persist in their rebellion will receive judgment. And so we're actually reading from these early chapters today. But if you continue to read Isaiah, you'll also see God's faithfulness to his promise um, that he'll pers preserve faithful believers, those who continue um, to you know, glorify him. And they will pass on to a place and to a world that he has prepared for them, for his children in the end times. So today uh, we read where Isaiah again emphasizes the bad news of God's wrath and helping us understand why the people were being 
condemned. So let's read Isaiah chapter 5, verses 20 and 21. What sorrow for those who say that evil is good and good is evil, that dark is light and light is dark, that bitter is sweet and sweet is bitter. What sorrow for those who are wise in their own eyes and think themselves so clever. Let me share with you a meme that I saw that I think really helps describe the cultural moment that we're in uh, to give you context where we are today. If you didn't know already, the meme is um, it's an image and it's this conversation between a person and um, the biblical church person. I want to do X church. Okay. You're free to do it, but you think X is wrong. Yep. Because you want to control me. No, you're free to do what you want. But you think X is wrong. Yes, but only because I want your ultimate good. Person. But I want to do X. You're free to do it. But I want you to say that X is good. I cannot say that. Person. Why do you hate me? Is that not an accurate depiction of our culture today? What sorrow for those who say evil is good and good is evil. It's incredibly clear if you read all of chapter 5 and more of Isaiah that one major reason the people of Judah would be judged and sent into exile is that they didn't know and really hadn't even bothered to learn God's views on life. They didn't know and they didn't care about what God expected of them and how he expected them to live. God meant for them to be learning and growing in him, even when they were surrounded by these pagan cultures, but they ignored him. God meant for them to influence the world, reflecting his glory and teaching the truth, but they had just become imitators of the world. There was so much corruption, even at the highest level. And we really need to pay attention to this. This is some outdated reference. This is so relevant to today. The church should be leading the way here. The church should be leading the way for knowledge and understanding and education of what a God-centered life and worldview looks like. As Christians, we must be promoting that and living it out. We need an eternal perspective, a a divine kingdom perspective, God's kingdom. The Bible actually speaks about this with authority. It speaks to every issue we face today with authority. There's nothing new under the sun. What we learn today from Judah is what happens when you don't do this. What happens when you indulge every sinful desire. When you go as far as to call evil good and good evil. When you advocate for a, <laughs> essentially a reversal of moral order. They paid the terrible price. And if you read further, it actually said that the Lord's anger burned. Their cor- corpses would burn like garbage in the streets. They would ultimately be left in darkness and distress because of their rejection 
of God. So I know that's a bit heavy today, but I just, I got so impassioned um, by this cultural relevance from the book of Isaiah <laughs> written so many years ago. Let's, let's make this our reflection today. It's really, it's really important stuff. Um, when we become so darkened that we openly revel in what is evil, the judgment of God can't be far behind. We must promote the things that are good and denounce the things that are evil and be firm and bold and strong, even if that means we become persecuted or chastised or canceled by culture. As we pause for a minute or two, think about what you can do in your own life. And I encourage you to stay strong. I encourage you to pray for those who hold positions of leadership and are tasked with promoting what is right and good. And pray that they will do good themselves and that we as Christians can hold leaders accountable when they do, in fact, endorse evil. Although heavy, these, these are major life things we're talking about today. And the Bible isn't and shouldn't be treated like a fortune cookie to just give us this jolt of positivity. This is some real world stuff. This is about the stuff that matters. So take the next minute or so and reflect and meditate and pray on what was revealed today, what God is doing and stirring in your heart. Maybe even take the opportunity to end any chatter or conversations going in in your mind and um, spend some time with him. And then we'll talk on the other side. So I know it was a little longer of a podcast than normal today, but I thank you for uh, hanging in and taking even these 10 minutes to grow in your faith, to grow in knowledge, and even maybe just sitting on the bleachers in the sidelines and watch me go through this journey, because that's what I'm doing. Um, I am reading and exploring things I never have before in my life, and so much is being revealed in the pages of Scripture and in God's world, uh, word, <laughs> and I can just feel... Um, the fortitude that is being formed inside of me and that when difficulties come, I have this firm foundation I can stand on. So I'm excited about that. I hope you are as well. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Thank you so much. If you are a veteran listener of the podcast and have not left a rating or review for the podcast, I would love if you did that. I appreciate you so much. And uh, thank you to those who have left ratings and reviews already and for creating context for others. 
um, that does not go unappreciated. So humbled by you and grateful uh, for you. If you want to check out more information about the podcast, the resources I use to dive deeper um, in my reading and in my studies, those are in the show notes as well as uh, a link to submit a verse you'd like in a future episode or a question that you have about Christianity or the Bible. This is a safe space, a discovery zone, um, and I'm so glad that you are here. Thank you all. Love you all. Make hope louder today. We'll talk tomorrow.